So politics is the new religion. There are stats on people who are getting less religious, especially in the last 10 years. And those people are becoming Democrats, basically. And then there's people who are evangelical who don't go to church. And that's because basically they're just becoming Republicans or possibly just anti-woke people. So as people become less attached to a church that they go to on every Sunday, they have to find something else to do. So you can do politics. You know, you can fight for social justice if you want. That's, I mean, that, that is a religion now. That's, kind of, that's one new religion now is, you know, you get together and you protest. You know, maybe go try and burn down a federal building in Portland. Or maybe you just have a book club and you read books about how all white people are racist or whatever. And then you discuss it. But there's other things that are replacing religion. Uh, if you have kids... Maybe you, uh, you know, every weekend you drive two hours to take them to some sort of game, you know, so boom, there you go. There's, there's, there's all of your Sunday set. Or maybe you get together with your friends on Sunday morning to work out, you know, maybe go for a jog or whatever it is you do in a gym, rock climbing, and uh, then go out for brunch afterwards. That can take the place of your Sunday morning sermon stuff. Now, America is way behind Europe as far as leaving religion. Um, so you might think, you know, it depends. If you're religious, you know, if you believe God exists, then this probably sounds terrible. And if you believe God does not exist, then you're probably like, this is great. People are starting to stop going to church. You know, they may or may not believe, but at least they're not going to church. But in fact, it doesn't necessarily lead to anything good. I don't know. You know, Europe is not one happy family over there. You know, just like any country, they got divisions, and I think they're having the same political fights as we do in America also. So you can go to church, or you can replace church with one of these other things, and it doesn't necessarily mean... Like, I don't know, I think... It, you, one of the things you can replace it with is hating other people. You know, you can hate a group. You're like, I'm in this group, and I hate that other group. So I'm listening to a 538 podcast about religion and politics. Um, like, you know, kind of the top line was that there's a lot less people who go to church now than they did uh, 10, 20 years ago. But that's not really that interesting. I mean, you probably heard of that. I think one of the most interesting things they said was that... So, okay, everyone knows evangelical goes along with Republican. But what's interesting is that now there's evangelicals who don't go to church, right? Basically, they're Republican. They don't like the woke stuff that's going on in America. And so they just, you know, like, I'm an evangelical. What church do you go to? Oh, I never go to a church. I just, uh, you know, that's what I agree with. And so it used to be that if you were a certain religion then that would make you, you know, either a Democrat or a Republican. But now, it's been flipped. So, if you're a Democrat or a Republican, that's what now controls your religion. And a lot of this stuff is happening in the last 10 years, roughly. So, you know, what is causing this? The answer to me is quite obvious. It's smartphones and social media. It's the internet. 
you know, people spending so much time on the internet and then they're sorting themselves out. Uh, and I'm sure, you know, since Trump, it's gonna, it's, a uh, whatever, it's increased stuff. You know, Trump increased all sorts of divides and changes in politics, obviously. And so, you know, now 2021, uh, the two sides hate each other. And so I was kind of asking myself, like, you know, who started the hatred? Who's to blame for the hatred? And, uh, you know, I think it's it's not me, but it's people it's people who had the same politics as me five, ten years ago. It's people on the left. And, you know, Trump got in office and they just decided that they hate him. And then they're like, well, you know, anyone who votes for him, I hate them, too. And I have I have some friends and family who have Trump derangement syndrome. Obviously, it's becoming much less today. But, uh, you know, just wait till he gets back on some sort of social media. But if I say to them, you hate Trump. They're like, no, I don't. I'm like, you like Trump? They're like, no. Anyways, what they don't like is the word hate. They don't like... I mean, hate's a pretty simple word. Like, you know, uh, you know, if you're a Celtics fan, you probably hate the Lakers, right? It's, it's, not, it's not that fundamental. It's not that crazy. There's many kinds of hatred. You know, I could hate taking out the trash. It's all fine. It's just a, it's a, it's a good word that shouldn't, that shouldn't make people super defensive, but boy, does it. And be like, well, do you despise Trump? Yes. Do you loathe Trump? Yes. You know, you just you can run down a list of synonyms, but when you get to the we'll call it the H word, <laughs> do you hate Trump? Like, no, no, I don't hate anyone. I guess that's the thing. Like, hate is, you know, I guess if you you know if you if you have hatred, if you hate something, then I guess that makes you a bad person. So like, yeah, well, no, good people can loathe Trump, but a bad person hates Trump. Anyways, they don't like that word. But anyways, people on the left hated Trump, and then they hated the people who voted for Trump. And of course, you know, they're in control of academia, the media, and entertainment, and big tech. And so, the people on the right, they noticed this. They noticed that they were being hated. You know, you're like, you watch some episode of Law & Order, and like, the, the villain turns out to be, you know, not much more than just a Republican. A caricature of, like, a Republican is, you know, what they're getting across. But anyways, there's one guaranteed way to make one person hate another person, and that's to have the other person hate them. Like, you know, if someone hates you, you're going to quickly start hating them. And so the people on the left started hating people on the right, and uh, I think the people on the right are starting to hate back. Now, they're not in control of any of those things, but I'm sure they'd be kicking people off of Twitter or whatever if they could also. And the number one weapon that the left uses right now is uh, if there's someone you don't like, you call them a racist. You just, you call them a racist and then, you know, they get scared as heck. You know, they might be fired from their job. Someone calls you a racist. Like, no one would ever falsely call someone else a racist. So, uh-oh, you may have to get fired. Your wife may leave you. You may lose your kids in your house. And so people, you know, they're scared and they shut the heck up. So I think to fight all this, basically, we need to take away this weapon of calling people a racist when they're not a, when they're not a racist you know leave that for real racists if you ever when you find them that's another story so people just need to use you know this the data and the statistics and uh 
And they need to not be afraid to point out the data and statistics that show that America is not a racist place and that people who vote Republican are not racist. And I think we, you know, if we can get there, that'll be a good start. And, you know, because basically then, the, you know, the people on the right will not feel as much hatred towards the people on the left when the left can't damage them as much. You know, you, you really hate someone who's, you know, you hate someone who hates you, but you really hate someone if, like, you know, they're coming to kill you. They hate you and they're coming to kill you. Coming to, you know, take, take the food out of your kid's mouth. And, you know, the media is getting their hand caught in the cookie jar more and more on these issues. Um, you know, on both things. On politics, you know, like, oh, they killed a, they killed a Capitol Hill police officer. Well, it turns out, no, they didn't. He died of a stroke. I don't think, you know, I mean, that's a blood clot. I don't, anyways, I don't think a riot can make you have blood clots, you know, build up in your body and then head towards your brain. So, and then, you know, there was a, and then there was a Nation of Islam guy who then did kill a Capitol Hill police officer. So it's like, oh, you know, just obvious instant hypocrisy. A thousand articles on the guy who didn't, on a guy who wasn't murdered. And then, you know, radio silence on a, on a, on a guy who really got murdered. And as those things happen, and they just seem to be happening so quick lately, like, oh, you know, people on the right, or a cop, or whatever, they did something terrible, and it's like, boom, next day, up, ah, that was all false. And so I think, well, hopefully just, hopefully <laughs> crazy people and violent people will uh, keep making this happen. Hopefully people who uh, have hatred in their heart are the ones who commit violence, and then they get caught, and then people who don't have hatred in their heart get falsely accused of it, and then, boom, get exonerated real quickly thereafter. I don't know, whatever, I'm, I'm probably getting a little too uh, crazy with my hopefulness. Alright, thanks for listening.